Bodybuilding.com was just acquired. Wait, doesn't that sound like a video that I did last year? If you thought it did sound familiar, you would be right. And that was because around about a year ago, Liberty Expedia sold the Bodybuilding.com asset to Expedia Group in this kind of like free gift for purchase type of thing. I mean, the main goal here was that Barry Diller wanted to consolidate and wholly own the Expedia and all of its properties, the travel properties. Uh, together, it was kind of split up between himself and John Malone, which owns Liberty Media. So there's kind of a ton of things going on there. So there was a transaction that happened last year. But if you follow my Medium account, and all the links are down below if you guys are ever interested in following any of my other social media accounts, uh, you guys have already saw that there was an article on May 17th, um, just about a week or so ago, where I stated my case that a few weeks earlier, um, the fate of Bodybuilding.com was actually sealed under Expedia Group's control. And what I didn't know when I was writing that article actually was that Bodybuilding.com was indeed already sold, but was not publicly announced. It was sold by Expedia Group to a private equity firm based out of Phoenix. Uh, the owner has ties, ownership ties to the Phoenix Suns, and this private equity firm is called the Najafi Companies. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Najafi later on in this video, but I did want to just kind of give some quick cliff notes around why the Expedia Group was so quick to sell Bodybin.com with only owning it for, I guess, technically less than a year. Um, they announced it about a year ago, but it takes a little bit of time for that transaction to finally go through. So the first and kind of most obvious thing is that Expedia Group, and this is something I mentioned in that first video about a year ago, was that they are a travel company. There was no similarities between them and Bodybuilding.com that sells uh, nutritional supplements. So they do not want to be in that business. They don't know anything about that business. That was not their intention. Like I said, they just got that asset kind of free um, with the purchase, and they probably would have kept it for maybe a little bit longer, but... Travel has been hit extremely hard because of COVID-19. Expedia Group actually had to um, go out and raise capital. I think it was around $3.2 billion in capital they had to go out and raise to make sure that their business, their core business was strong. So because Bodybuilding.com is not a part of their core business um, and it is something that is risky and, and costly because it hasn't been profitable, I think, for the last maybe about a year or so, uh, they needed to divest of that business as quick as possible. And it was kind of a perfect opportunity. There's a new CEO. Um, the board of directors is really trying to drive a lot of new initiatives down with Expedia Group because of the environment with COVID-19. So this was kind of perfect storm. And that was what I kind of wrote in that article. Those were kind of the cliff notes to tell you why I thought that Expedia Group would be selling uh, Bodybuilding.com within the next year which I didn't know that was actually just about to happen anyways. And while that is important news, definitely think the acquisition is important news, I do want to kind of transition this video, talk a little bit about maybe where Bodybuilding.com is now from a sales perspective, um, talk a little bit about Najafi companies and like who they are, what they're maybe planning, and then the strategic kind of thoughts 
um, at the end of this video around really where I think Najafi is going to take Bodybuilding.com, um, their leadership team internally that they're going to keep, um, where they're going to drive uh, the growth. So first around just the quarter one 2020 earnings that uh, was in uh, Expedia Group that just kind of came out about a week ago, Bodybuilding.com, they did have quarter one sales of $39 million. And just to give you guys a little bit of a sense of like the last couple of years in the same quarter, just so you can kind of see how far bottom.com has fallen from like a financial performance. You had 2019 quarter one, that was $52 million. Uh, 2018 was $66 million. 2017 was $91 million. So it has fallen a lot since that point. And I've mentioned in a previous video that Bodybuilding.com has actually fallen off as like the number one internet retailer that is responsible, uh, specialty retailer with supplements. Uh, it used to be far and away above the digital business that a GNC and Vitamin Shop did, but now GNC and Vitamin Shop has jumped Bodybuilding.com now. And I know that there's, you know, Amazon, there's uh, walmart.com and, and a lot of other uh, retailers, even if you throw in eBay and things that sell a lot more supplements, but they sell tons of other categories. So this is just focusing on the supplement specialty retailers and kind of those three big names that we always bucket together and how much digital business are doing. Bodybuilding.com has now kind of fallen to number three, which is not really the best kind of scenario or, or kind of measuring stick with Bodybuilding.com. Bodybuilding.com is looking to transform their business. And because of that, short-term financial performance from a sales perspective is not the best way to look at this. This is something that needs to be looked at for more of a long-term. Um, where are the core assets? What is important to Bodybuilding.com? Where is the value within their business? But before I jump into a lot of that, I, I want to kind of just cover a little bit around the Najafi companies so you guys can get a little sense about who bought Bodybuilding.com. So I did not know too much about Najafi companies before this. This was not a private equity firm that I follow very closely. I've not done any work with them before. So I was a little bit surprised when that name came up. I didn't think it was going to be a big name company that ended up purchasing uh, Bodybuilding.com when I kind of thought about it a little bit more. But I did think maybe it was going to be a private equity firm that maybe was a little bit more well-known in the circles that I kind of hang out in. But the Najafi companies, in terms of their website, they claim that they do have deep expertise in media, um, technology, retail, the consumer. So all those things together, obviously that's what Bodybuilding.com deals with. So they do have some, what they're saying, deep expertise in those areas. If you look at some of their like prior or current investments, they don't really break those out. I don't know if they've exited some of these investments or not. They had some in CPG brands, uh, in Pert Plus and uh, Sure. They also had an investment in a retailer, SkyMall, if you guys remember, flew a lot um, and years and years ago, there used to always be like these SkyMall magazines that used to be in the backsides of the seats that you could look at. They also have an investment in a baby health company called Wellaments, and they have an investment in a streaming media property called Canopy. So. They have a diverse um, selection. I don't know if they still hold some of those or if they've exited those, but I think it's kind of important to note that the Najafi companies is actually personally funded by the owner and the owner has done extremely well for himself. He does have uh, ownership in the Phoenix Suns, um, 
So he's obviously been able to uh, do very well for himself. He's been able to probably find some really good investments and turn those things around. Um, in terms of some things that I could find on the internet, it does look like they, they like to hold um, companies for a little bit of time, maybe five to 10 years. Uh, they do like to be kind of a concentrator. So they like to go deep into things. They don't really like to create these like diversification type of models. So I'm assuming that vitamin.com will be included into some bigger kind of roll-up strategy. Maybe they have a couple other things that they're looking at to purchase. Maybe it's on the brand side. Maybe it is on the content side. I don't really know where they're going to go with that one, but just speculation is that they would kind of attach this together, roll it up a little bit, um, and then package it and sell it to exit the investment. Now, what did Najafi get? with Vitamin.com, like what was the reason why they spent any money uh, to buy Vitamin.com, a failing internet retailer in terms of what most people think of it. Um, I've had so many different conversations with people uh, when I've posted content around Vitamin.com. It seems like everybody is focusing on the wrong uh, pieces of Vitamin.com. They don't really understand why anybody would want Vitamin.com. I have been long on Vitamin.com and bullish on Vitamin.com for the longest time. I, I've basically said that they've had a ton of great framework to work with. They just have been in bad ownership structures. You had, you know, Liberty Expedia uh, and you had Expedia Group that are both huge companies. Uh, they have bureaucratic structures they have very large structures and when you're in those types of structures you have this kind of decision making tree that does not bode well for companies that are one or kind of smaller um, than the bigger investments that they have two if it's not doing all that well they don't want to put uh, good money at bad money and that kind of puts you in this kind of scenario where you don't really get the resources needed to turn this business around so Hopefully, Najafi having some fresh set of eyes, having it be a standalone company now, and then be able to invest in people, invest in processes, technology, um, just overall, this is probably the best thing that could have ever happened to Bodybuilding.com. And Bodybuilding.com does have a lot of traffic still. I mean, I think that you're looking at you know, close to probably 10 million uh, visitors a month that still come through um, the different uh, sites of bodybuilding.com. Biggest issue though is that um, those visitors have not been connected well enough to commerce. So there's a ton of just people coming in there looking at free content and things of that nature, but they haven't been able to really connect content with commerce the way that they need to. Now, if they get to the store site, the store metrics overall, I think have always been pretty good. I know I've worked with them on vendors for the last probably 10 years of my career, and they've always had a really good conversion rate. They've always had a really good cart value. The tons of different metrics that I've seen over the years have always been pretty strong. Now the traffic has went down over the years, so that's creating some issues with the revenue and compressing revenue. But overall, I don't think the functionality of the store is the issue. This, the issue is that people are coming to the site and they're not being converted in one way or another to create some type of revenue, either that through product, through advertising, through actually monetizing the content, which I think is an important kind of thing to think about, which all kind of goes together when you are trying to attract vendors, you're trying to attract advertisers, you're trying to attract anybody interested in working with Bodyman.com and having them somehow partnered with Bodyman.com to be a part of their go-to-market strategies or, or just be a part of their overall channel. Um, or marketing strategies, like you need to be able to show that all that traffic is actually going to be converted in, in, a, in a really strong way 
to create sales because uh, these partners are not going to either spend money on advertising or want to include their product in the store if you know they can be focusing on some other areas in terms of spending money on advertising or uh, building up the traffic of their own direct-to-consumer website. So things have obviously changed a lot since Bodybuilding.com has been at the height of their business and somewhere around 2015 or so. Um, now the industry is completely different. You have a ton of direct-to-consumer business. You have Amazon, obviously, that's kind of a different thing to think about. But there's other ways to build a brand now that Bodybuilding.com is not necessarily that like keystone of your go-to-market strategy like it used to be. Um, so they need to prove that again to brands. They need to prove that to vendors or anybody that wants to spend any money with bodybuilding.com. They need to prove themselves again. So that's kind of falling on your Joffe right now. That's falling on them to really be able to do that. And I think that they really focus on the content side of this. And I think that they see the investment as body fit. I think that's going to be where they think the business is going to really go. Uh, they can really build out body fit uh, to be a massive part of their company. Honestly, I think this could be something that within a few years could be between 50 and $75 million in revenue. I think right now, from what I understand, it's profitable right now. You have that being a, a very strong way to build your business. I, there's a ton of opportunities. I think that right now, the body and fit library and everything is probably not as strong as it could be. I think that's basically where Najafi is going to focus a lot of their attentions to make that a big part of their business because that can essentially create, you know, some bundled type of revenue that you have product or advertising or just the subscription content. Uh, all those things could be kind of bundled together and create value for bodybuilding.com. One thing Najafi is not going to want to be a part of, and this is similar to anybody that's owned them over the last so many years, is that they don't want to be in the business of selling and shipping supplements. That's not going to be their thing. So I assume this is going to change over to something that's almost fully a uh, marketplace strategy. Maybe they do buy some wholesale products on maybe the top of the top products, but I still think they're going to sell off some of that distribution uh, or logistics operational side of the business. I think they own um, still some facilities and they probably have staff and all those things. I think they cut that. They sell that off to somebody else. I don't think that's something that they want to be in the business of. So it's going to be more of a marketplace strategy here. I think that that is going to work better. I think the only thing they want to be a part of inside of the business of supplements is creating private labels that are going to be best suited for the traffic that's coming in. Bodybuilding.com has not been the best at private label. Uh, just call it out. It is honestly, uh, I don't know who they've had running that over the last so many years, but it's, it's not good. It hasn't been good for a while. And They've missed a ton of opportunity in that area. So I would assume Najafi probably inserts some right people or, or figures out a way to get the right minds thinking the right way in that direction because there's a ton of money that's being left on the table by selling third-party products. But just kind of talking again around the bones, I, I think the business, and I've talked about this on so many different videos, that there's a ton of opportunities still left with Bodybuilding.com. Now, when I say that, a lot of people go, well, it's never going to be like it used to be. I don't think it's ever going to be a $500 million company again. But I do think that the company can grow, uh, be profitable, and not necessarily continue to kind of have a road 
promoting financial performance. I definitely think there's a ton of opportunities within the business. I think that if Najafi wants to be successful, they need to be making sure they focus on the store part of this and just the overall experience of this as being a value accretive retailer. So not being something that's always just promotion, promotion, promotion. That is not going to be the key to this. I think that just fuels Amazon. That just fuels the people just leaving Bodybuilding.com overall. I think they need to focus on creating the best products possible, uh, merchandising the best products possible for people to make sure they can get to their goals. The more goals that they can move through with a bundled package, the better off Bodybuilding.com is. So if they're able to do that, um, I don't honestly think there is a competitor, a one-to-one -one competitor out there for Bodybuilding.com. So if they stay in their lane and really focus on what they're good at and what they could be great at, I think that that is where they need to kind of stay. If they can do that, I think they have a really good chance of building a business where they can 2x their sales over the next you know five to seven years. Najafi can bundle this up or maybe just sell it off to somebody else and move on. And I think that is going to be the game plan with uh, this new owner, the private equity firm Najafi Companies. If you guys have any questions about Bodyman.com, you guys have any questions about the transaction, the video, anything like that, make sure you guys are leaving a comment down below or reaching out to me on any of my social media uh, handles. I do leave all of those uh, links down below. I'd love to see you guys on multiple different platforms engaging in some of the content when I share this.